Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. This is the Apostle Paul. He says this. I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. I'm going to read that one more time. And then I'm going to get a drink. I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. This morning, if you take notes, I want to talk to you for the next, hopefully, 25 minutes, maybe less. From the subject, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Come on, Frozen. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. God, I thank you for this opportunity that we have together, gather together as a community, as friends, as family, uh, God, to, to just hang out and to, to be with one another. God, I pray within the next uh, remaining uh, minutes we have together, God, that you would do what only you can do. God, we want to leave here changed. We want to leave here better, not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I got a question for you. Have you ever functioned in a role that you just knew you shouldn't be functioning in? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, I have I've had that that where I function in a role that I, I that I'm good at. But I've also functioned in roles where I'm like, yo, John, like, what are you doing? For instance, uh, I do music uh, at a, in an elementary school here in, in the city. And I do music for kindergarten, first, and second graders. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> kindergarten, and, and it's easy. I go on with my guitar. I sing Raffi. Come on, y'all know Raffi? <laughs> Baby beluga in the deep blue sea. Right? And the kids are like, ah! <laughs> I'm singing like, Baby shark, doo doo. And they're going wild, crazy. They're enjoying it so much. And I got to tell you, that's in my wheelhouse. Like, it is easy for me to sit in front of the kids, to play guitar, to sing songs. Like, that's easy. That's in my wheelhouse. You know what is not in my wheelhouse? Interacting with kids. <laughs> I don't get it. I go in the school and they come and they're like, Mr. John, Mr. John, I want a hug. And they're coming with like snot. <laughs> Give me a hug. And they're like, they come and, and they're like, Mr. John, can I have a hug? <clears throat> they cough and then they like come and hug me and I'm like, ah, space. They draw me pictures of things that I don't even know what they are. <laughs> Mr. John, I drew you a picture. I'm like, that's a beautiful giraffe. It's a horse. Beautiful horse. <laughs> what is it? Like, I, I just, I don't know how to interact with kids. And it is not in my wheelhouse. And some of you, I feel like you're judging me right now. Jesus loved kids. Listen, I'm not Jesus, okay? Chill. <laughs> and and so like here here is like like these and I gotta I gotta be honest every time I'm done every single time I'm done interacting singing Rafi songs I'm done 
I get in my car, I recline it in the parking lot, and I'm just like crying. Like, I don't, I'm not crying, but like, it's, it's hard. But you know what's crazy is like, when I leave to see the teachers that actually work with kids, interacting with the kids, playing with the kids, and they do it for eight hours a day, five days a week, and I'm like, how do you do that? Because it's not in my wheelhouse. And here's why I tell you this, besides the fact I'm trying to give you points to judge me, is uh, what I've discovered is that when I function, or I become frustrated when I function in the wrong roles. My guess is that you too probably get frustrated when you function in the wrong role. When you function in a role that you were never meant to function in. Now the reason why I bring this up is because I think this is what the Apostle Paul is writing us, or, or is writing to the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6. I think that the Apostle Paul is allowing us to see that there are roles for you and for me to play, and then there's roles for God to play. And, and, and so in this, I think, I think that Paul is giving us a secret, a, a life hack. Is that what, what the, the young kids call these days, life hacks? So what am I getting? I'm young too. Um, <laughs> shut up. And so, <laughs> focus, Sean. Li, uh, life hacks. So Paul is letting us in on a life hack, I think. Because in, in this verse, what I think Paul is letting us know is that there's spaces for you to function in, there's roles for you to function in, and then there's roles for God to function in. And if we are not careful, we will find ourselves functioning in the role that was only meant for God and become frustrated and angry. And so this is what I want us to do. I want us to look at what Paul is, is writing in, in, this, in this verse, chapter 6, or excuse me, chapter 3, verse 6. And, and so again, Paul writes, he says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God grew. Now, I, I want to stop and let you know I understand the context of this verse. The context of this verse is spiritual development. See, because the, the church in Corinth, they're like, Paul's my guy. And then some other people are like, no, Apollos is my guy. And then, and then some people are like, I was baptized by Paul. And then other people over here are like, no, nah, I was baptized by, by Apollos. And there was like, and Paul's letting, letting them know like, hey, listen, listen, like, uh, th th it's okay. It, th that's not the point. And, and so, so in this verse, Paul, like contextually, it's about spiritual development. But I want to propose to you this morning that, that the, the part where he says that God does the growing, that it's not just stuck to spiritual growth, but I think God grows us physically, mentally, as well as spiritually. And so that's the journey I want us to go on for the next couple of minutes uh, this morning. And so Paul, again, he says, I watered, Apollos watered. And God does the growing. So let's break down each one of those roles. And so the first role that you and, and I play is the planting role. Paul says, I planted. 
Now, this role is, is uh, it's, it's two parts to it, I believe. It's about what I see and, what, and the seed that I plant. So Paul said, I planted. Now, um, what the, the, the whole point, the whole idea of, of, of this planted, of me planting, it requires me to have vision to see something that is not yet there. Right? That's what vision is, to see something that is not yet there. And so uh, this, this idea of I planted, it's God, what vision, what, what have you put in my heart? Like what, like what is it that you desire for me to do? There's a vision. And so, vi- uh, excuse me, the planting is what I see, but it's also the seeds that I plant. And so I, I got to see where I want to go, but I also got to plant seeds that help me get there. Which almost begs to say that your seed is almost more important than what you see. Because you can see something, but if you plant the wrong seeds, you'll never reach what you see. The easiest way that I could explain it is you see an apple tree, but you plant an olive seed. And so, and so Paul's like, hey, I planted so our role is to see, but also plant seeds, seeds being action, action towards the direction of what God has placed in my heart to see. And, and, and thank you, Janice. <laughs> and so, so what I, the seed that I plant is greater than what I see because the seed determines the direction. My actions determine the direction. Like, I can't, I can't see something but plant the wrong thing. And I think some of us, we can understand the frustration because, like, whatever situation it is, like, we're seeing something. But, for instance, for instance, I can't, I can't have vision for a great marriage while I'm planting seeds of discord. Does that make sense? Like, I can't, pl- I can't have a vision for a six-figure income. Come on, somebody. That's when y'all say amen. <laughs> when I'm planting seeds that counter that. And so whatever I see, I have to begin to plant seeds for that. And so Paul said, he said, I planted. That's the first one. And then he says, Apollos watered. So if, if I planted was all about what I see in the seed, then the second one, Apollos watered, is it's all about me find, surrounding myself with people that can help me grow. So he said, Apollos watered. Like, I have to find people around me that will nurture the environment of the seed that God's placed inside of me. And here's the, here's the scary thing. Not everybody's meant to function in that role. Not everybody's meant to function in the role to water the seed that you're trying to see grow. And I'm afraid that some of us, we've allowed people that we thought were watering the seed. But if we look closer, it's not even water. They got poison coming. And here's this, here, here, guys, this is crazy. I honestly think most people don't even know that they're poisoning your seed. 
I honestly think most people think that they're doing good by giving you advice. But, but I need to surround myself with people that, that, that water, that nurture the seed that God's placed inside of me, that brings me closer to Jesus. And so, so my role, I plant Apollos watered, so I surround myself with people that water the seed, that help me grow, and then I'm done. And then God does the rest. Isn't that amazing? But again, I think like for a lot of us, like we function, like we're like, hey, I'm going to be the one that plants, I'm going to be the one that waters, and I'm going to be the one that makes it grow. But according to the Apostle Paul, like my role is one, two, and then done. I got to plant the seed. I got to keep planting seed. I got to make sure I got the right people around me surrounding my seed. And then I just got to have enough trust and patience to say, all right, God, now you grow. All right, God, now you do the miracle. All right, God, now it's your turn. It's your turn to go tag. All my wrestling fans, tag team, <laughs> which was nobody. <laughs> They're like, grow up, dude. You're 30. Um, I'll drink to that. And God, it got, God, like if this, was, if this was my plant, see, this is, there's my seed, my soil's in there. And then if we're not careful, this is how silly we look. This is how silly I look. <laughs> Grow now. <laughs> hey, Grow. Right? Like, remember we used to hit things just to make them work? <laughs> grow, 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 grow. 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 And some of you are like, John, move on. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like, we can't control the growth. We can just plant. We can just surround ourselves. But at some point, we got to say, God, do your thing. God, my marriage is still broken. Grow. I still haven't been healed. Grow. I'm still broke. Grow. But my job is not to, to grow. It's just to plant seed in the, in the direction of what I'm believing God for and surrounding myself with people that will encourage me in those moments. Now, what I want to do in John chapter 6, it's actually found in a lot of the Gospels. There's a story that, that really exemplifies what I'm trying to say. And it's a story about three fish and five loaves. Now, if you are unfamiliar with this story, basically, Jesus, he's preaching one day. And, uh, and he's just going super long, okay? Like, he, he's like, it's like he started uh, in, the, in the afternoon, morning. And, and, like, it's like dinner time now. And the disciples, they come up to Jesus and they're like, hey, Jesus, you should probably stop. 
Send them into the town. They're hungry. Send them, send them away. And Jesus, Jesus, like he, I love Jesus because he's always stretching us out of our comfort zone. If you're not being stretched, I wonder if you're close enough to Jesus because he's always stretching. He's always like scratching on something, on our comfort, at least for me. He's always, he's always like, and so, so Jesus, he says this to the disciples. He says, uh, he says, go find food for everyone. To which if I'm a disciple, I'm like, this guy, <laughs> what is he thinking? And so if I'm a disciple, I'm, I'm walking, I'm, I'm a little bit defeated because now I'm going to have to pretend like I'm going to find enough food. And then go to Jesus and be like, hey, Jesus, like, there's not enough, there's not enough food at all. At all. And, uh, and in this story, what I love is that, that we see the three roles that, that the Apostle Paul uh, describes in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6. And so the first character that, that we're introduced to is this young boy with a vision. This young boy with a vision. Uh, the text says in John 6 that, that there's a little boy that has a packed lunch. And in his lunch, he has three fish and five loaves. Now, here's what's interesting is that we, we don't know a lot about this young boy. We don't know his name. We, we, don't, know, we don't know, like, how he was raised. We don't know his upbringing, his background. Like, we have no idea about this kid. All we know is that this kid has vision. All we know is that this kid had a vision to see something that did not yet happen. And here's what I mean. At some point before he went to, to, to listen to Jesus uh, preach, he had vision enough to say, you know what? At some point today, I'm going to be hungry. At some point today, I, I know I'm going to be hungry. I should probably pack something to eat. Right? Like he had to. And so he packed himself a lunch, or his mom packed him. Someone packed him a lunch because he had vision. And his lunch, what I want you to see, became the seed for what Jesus was about to do. And so, so here's this, this kid, he, he has his lunch, his lunch box with his uh, three fish and five loaves, which I don't get. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> but he has his lunch box. And uh, the, the, the text, the scripture says that when the disciples are looking for some food, it's Andrew that sees the little boy with his lunch. And watch what Andrew does. He takes the boy from where he is, and Scripture says it's Andrew that brings him to the proximity of Jesus. In this story, it's Andrew that functions as a person that's watering, that's nurturing the seed. i got to find people that bring me closer to Jesus. i got to find people that bring me closer for, to, to, from where I'm at to where Jesus is. Is like that's I gotta surround myself with the right people. And we can have the keys come up because I'm done. And I think the people that are being baptized, they, they can head out as well. They're gonna get ready and 
But I love, I love what the text says in John chapter 6. I'm going to read this to you. It says, Jesus then took the loaves, gave, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled the 12 baskets with the pieces of five barter loaves left over by those who had eaten. So Andrew, he finds this, the boy with the lunch and he brings him to Jesus. And Andrew's like, hey, this is all I could find. How many of you guys ever felt like that? Like, this is, this is all I can bring. This is all I can do. And, and, uh, and Jesus takes these three fish, five loaves. And Jesus begins to function in the role that only he can function in. And Scripture says that Jesus took the fish, he took the bread, he blessed it. And then he began to distribute it to every single person that was there. Thousands of people. And what I want you to see this morning is what can happen when you allow God to function in the role that only he can function in. Like whatever you're dealing with, I know it stinks, I know it's hard, I know it seems like, like there's a dead end. Just function in your role, planting seed. Surround yourself with people. And allow Jesus to do what only he can do.